The administrative profession holds both routine and unexpected demands throughout each day. Due to each role being unique, much like your thumbprint, there's no manual that makes it black and white or a no-brainer. However, having transitioned from the profession myself turned specialized headhunter, I've been blessed with over 2,500 one-on-one connections with admins living this profession each day. They've shared with me remedies, ideas, and hilarious moments, which could help others transition from, and I air quote, the word island, in which we feel and see ourselves living, to a place of community. Each PS episode, of which I'll let you know, PS stands for permission slip, not postscript. These episodes will deliver thought-provoking moments to help you navigate your admin world. Let's get to today's topic. Hello, everyone. Pull up a chair. Welcome. Buckle in your seatbelt if you're taking this in on a commute somewhere, or maybe you're out for a walk and you just want to get some fresh air. And today's episode for the PS, which means permission slip, is business acumen. And acumen is keen insight, right? Kind of below the surface things not just sitting up at the top. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because when I'm taking calls with candidates, it's really beautiful to just be a great listening ear when I ask what's going on with your career. You know, where are you in your job search? How are you doing in your role? All three of those questions always come to, I'm looking for more. I'm, you know, bored at work. I've got a comment about that later for one of my EAs that was starting to get a little bored and she called me for a brainstorming session, which was productive for her and for myself. I always love those discussions. And it's a matter of you guys also use a word called growth. (laughs) Uh, And I always challenge that word. May not be a surprise to some of you, but I do. I challenge the word growth. And let me tell you what the definition or what the alternative is to that, that I I want you guys to start adding to your vocabulary. When you're telling your executive or HR that you want growth in your role or you're looking for more to do, or you're even in an interview and you use the word growth, there is a possibility that you create negative bias on that. Here's why. Growth means, okay, if Julie joins the organization or if Julie's telling me she wants growth in her role and she's been in her role a year, what if we can't give her growth? Which traditionally means moving someone else somewhere else in the organization or taking on another executive for double the responsibility. And if it's for someone that's interviewing and says growth, someone will think those same things like, wow, how long will this candidate be comfortable, you know, covering the responsibilities of these very important tasks for these very important people who are helping the company move forward? So I like to always offer as an alternative which many of you wind up saying, actually, Helani, that's the word I prefer to use because it speaks more with the fact that I'm happy to plant myself for a while. I just don't want to get stagnant. Evolution. And business acumen is connected to this because when we establish business acumen, it helps us have, as I mentioned, a keen insight. You know, how does the business make money? Do you know that about your company? Do you actually know the steps that are required to generate revenue? If you don't, 
How awesome would that be to really understand? Uh, a candidate I just placed this last week, awesome for her. She got a great offer. She is in tech, but on the software, uh, on the building of technology, um, tangible, um, I've lost my words, uh, the actual hardware. Thank you. Uh, the hardware, thank you for staying with me, hardware in technology. Now she's moving to an online application software technology company. So her business acumen is going to travel with her, but she's got new insight to gain. The next one is what is the individual contribution of each staff member? Now you and I know we're like, uh, yeah, the world, the, the office probably could stop if I took an entire true week off. We have a huge contribution, but does every piece, every staff, every human capital individual know their individual contribution to the success of the business? And once we know that, our acumen for the business and its goals gets deeper and more rich. Now, the next thing is, is that what activities play a large role in the contribute? the contribution to the goals of the company. And sometimes research and development, which traditionally is where money is spent a lot because we're researching, we're developing prototypes. I mean, you could think of SpaceX and all the amazing things that they're doing. Their R&D department has a very large budget, but it's for the greater good of the goals of the company. So where are the players in the organization that have a large contribution to figuring out how to reach the goals. Maybe that's the marketing, right? How are we getting the voice and the brand out? Are you personally familiar with all of those pieces within the organization? Do you truly know that new chief development officer's background and how he's going to bring into the organization his talents to support your CEO with the weight that the CEO is carrying to you know, satisfy the board, satisfy you know the forecasted goals and revenue for the company, or the release of a new product, or the merger that they've you know had their eye on, an acquisition they've had their eye on. When you understand some of these greater details and have a keen insight into these components with the business you work for, you are establishing a strong business acumen, which is also transitioning you into leadership. And so the reason I'm putting this episode together is to help you guys kind of think about when you go to the office next or you're in, you know, your business hours because you're working remotely, is the work that I'm doing, do I understand the deeper layers of it? Really that why am I doing this? And it is a slow process. But the value of this is we are always in a state of learning. We are always in a position to be patient because 10 minutes from now, we're going to learn something 20 minutes from now. And listen, I know we would love to stop learning. We're tired (laughs) in some topics. I'm tired. I'm like, I'm tired of learning about that, but it's a beautiful thing when we do get presented with challenges or we do get presented with win moments where we've learned something. A resourceful thinking mindset is really powerful when we want to support issues. I mentioned in a prior PS episode, Next Level, about creating goals with your executive at the beginning of the week and then surfacing on Thursday where those goals are at, striking through them when they're done or there's been a redevelopment in this goal because there's now an extra step. Learning the key objectives to why the work you're doing is 
impactful, which is also going to help you guys to try to transition out of the word just in front of your title, as well as thinking about your value when it comes to compensation. The next thing with business acumen is it's not innate. It is absolutely taught. It is absolutely learned. And it is on you to be able to open the channel of deeper thinking to say, I want to know more. And it's interesting, the story here, I had the candidate that was bored and she wanted to learn more. And I had full permission slip to kind of challenge her in this fashion. I said, have you pulled out, they're in real estate and development, have you pulled out um, memorandums or deal pitch decks to look at what they've done before, how they've spoken, or even pulled out three years ago to how they create their materials now to review where they were and where they are now. She's like, I haven't. I said, has someone told you that the library of information is hands off and like you're not allowed to access it? And she starts laughing. She's like, no. I said, you have a wealth of information at your fingertips to fill any downtime that you have to actually get deeper into the purpose of the business outside of just the secretarial EA tasks you're handling. And she's like, I never thought that I had permission to do that. I never thought I could go and kind of learn the history. I mean, you can read the bio, you can talk to the staff, but unless you see like, why did they build that development? You know, how did they close that deal? What articles were written in the local paper about the deal and the development and breaking ground? So she had a lot of opportunities uh, that gave her a chance to understand more strategically why they do what they do. So she was developing her business acumen for the company that she was in. My business acumen for coming into talent acquisition was zero. I knew EAs. I spoke EAs. I wanted to support EAs. I knew CEOs. But doing the talent acquisition process and like recruiting, zero. So I really had to establish rapidly because I'm my own boss and I'm the responsible person for the company and the success of it and the branding and the marketing and the voice and all of that. But I had to figure out like, how do I insert myself first off into an industry that kind of has a lot of yuck attached to it and completely build brick by brick my own freeway because I wanted to be white glove. I wanted to be. Uh, known for my passion and commitment to everyone. And so I had to establish that, which here I am now four years later. And then the next thing, which is really important because it happens often where that growth and evolution shows up in our life. And there's the, the business acumen that's associated with being deeper into your role, which means deeper into the business and its goals, which then is deeper into understanding how your CEO is working. Uh, business acumen is all logic, zero emotion. I feel this way about the work that we're doing. I feel this way about how overloaded I am. I feel this way about how drained I am. I feel this way about, you know, I worked 60 hours last week. Logic supports a strong business acumen. And while that may be challenging for many, logic is where thinking and decisions are made. Sometimes when feelings join that, it gets cloudy. And so I want you to remember, especially if you've been triggered, that's producing an emotion. And I mentioned this in the next level as well. So go back and check that one out if you haven't, or it's short, it, 
would be great to re-listen to. At the end, I talk about an acronym called WAIT, W-A-I-T. Why am I talking? Which could be driven by an emotion or driven by logic. And when we're looking at these leaders in these meetings and they're talking about a new initiative or a merger and acquisition, traditionally a large percentage out of 100 is we're making a logical decision based on the facts and information we have in front of us. So really starting to figure out how to use that logical thinking, which then lastly, resourcefulness is so beautiful. And this last story, I have a wonderful young lady who's totally rising up in her career when I was calling her reference because she was about to get an offer. So what's a memory you have of this candidate? And she said, we had a staff meeting and they were a small staff of 10 and we were complaining about how we just couldn't get you know, our marketing strategy with the traction we had hoped for. She didn't speak up in the meeting, so she definitely chose the first of two uh, approaches with the word wait. She waited. She kept hearing the concerns, which were both logic and emotion, and she took it upon herself to go back to her desk and then be ready for the next meeting to say, I heard the pain points from the last meeting. I've been able to do some research, right, was resourceful, went out and got logic information to bring forward for consideration. And the information was, here was an article I read about other people who are experiencing this. Here's an article that maybe we didn't think about these three things that I highlighted that help us cut through, you know, the issues we're having with engagement. And here was another article. Here was also a study done by a university on the same problem we're experiencing. Can you imagine how powerful she looked to those executives? They probably all had their mouth drop open. And she took a big risk. And she chose to do that research. And she chose to speak up to support. And as I mentioned a bit ago, the individual contribution. She chose that because she was going to come in with information that wasn't her opinion, I'm safe to speak up, which establishes a stronger acumen, which helps her have a keen insight on where she can have her individual contribution and then be a player involved in the company's goals. I hope this episode gave you a lot of neat things to think about as well as giving you things to act on. So thank you for your time, guys. Thanks for sharing a little bit of your time with me and allowing me the opportunity to inspire you. My intention with the PS episodes are for you to rediscover why you're in this profession and continue to love it. Have a great day.